What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about one of my favorite actors ever, Christian Bale. Bale is one of the most consistent working actors today. He's critically acclaimed. He's been in blockbuster movies. He's one of my favorites, so let's talk about his career. Bale began his career as a child actor starring in the Steven Spielberg film Empire of the Sun. This is one of the more underrated Spielberg movies. We don't talk about the way we talk about Jaws, Close Encounters, or Jurassic Park. It's super underrated. It co-stars John Malkovich. I mean, the ending has become so cinematic. Basically, Christian Bale's character watches the atomic bomb go off and the entire world change. It's one of the best kid performances you'll ever see. And then in the 90s, Bale co-stars in Newsies with Robert Duvall, Little Women with Winona Ryder, Claire Danes, and Kirsten Dunst, and the Disney animated classic Pocahontas with Mel Gibson. But there's a turning point for Christian Bale. He's not the Christian Bale we know today until he stars in American Psycho as Patrick Bateman. That's the film that made Christian Bale a big name. It's an iconic performance. This film has become a cult classic. So many big names co-starred in this film. Willem Dafoe makes an appearance in this film. Reese Witherspoon, Jared Leto, Chloe Sevigny. So many big names came from this movie. Josh Lucas. This is an early Josh Lucas performance. So many people came out of this movie and Christian Bale is the biggest one of them. It's the first movie he really carries. It's an iconic scary good performance. American Psycho is one of those movies you cannot describe to someone else. It's kind of got no genre. It's like somewhat scary, somewhat satire, somewhat funny. It's a really weird movie and I really loved it. I really enjoy American Psycho. I definitely recommend you check out that one if you haven't because it basically shows you why people believe that Christian Bale could play Bruce Wayne because in a weird way Patrick Bateman is like the reverse Bruce Wayne. Then Christian Bale made the full jump to movie stardom starring as Batman and Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Trilogy. A lot of people have opinions on Christian Bale's Batman. They hate his Batman voice and while I agree Christian Bale is a better Bruce Wayne than he is as a Batman, I think he's in the conversation as best Batman of all time, along with Michael Keaton. Those are the two. Not Ben Affleck, not Val Kilmer, certainly not George Clooney. I would put Christian Bale and Michael Keaton in that argument and no one else. People seem to forget that when Christian Bale played Batman, the franchise was at an all-time low. They were coming off of Batman and Robin, the worst superhero movie of all time. You know that. That one where George Clooney played Batman, Chris O'Donnell was terrible as Robin, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, and I'm sorry people, but Uma Thurman is not as good in that movie as some people would lead you to believe. That is just not a good movie. I mean, Bane shows up in that movie, and it makes no sense. And while I liked Batman Forever, the one where Jim Carrey plays the Riddler, and I liked Val Kilmer as Batman, I think the only two people that are in the conversation for best Batman are Chris. Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. 
important because Christian Bale really did help resurrect the franchise along with Christopher Nolan. And whether or not you think that's a good thing or not, whether or not you think there should be a different actor playing Batman every three to four years, it's because of Christian Bale that Ben Affleck played Batman. And it's because of Christian Bale that Robert Pattinson is going to play Batman. He basically saved the franchise from being completely dead. I also love the fact that in all three of those films, he goes up against top-notch actors, Killian Murphy and Liam Neeson in Batman Begins, then Heath Ledger, of course, in The Dark Knight, and then Tom Hardy in The Dark Knight Rises, and Hathaway was also in that. I mean, he really got to go toe-to-toe with some of the best actors alive in those movies, and he held his own quite nicely. I know Heath Ledger upstaged him in The Dark Knight, but I really liked his performance in that movie. After playing Batman and then becoming a movie star, there was one movie that made me believe that Christian Bale is the best actor on planet Earth, and it's The Fighter. You know this little film that starred him, Mark Wahlberg, Amy Adams, and Melissa Leo. That was the first film ever where I watched a performance. I saw Christian Bale in that movie, and I was like, I can't believe what he's doing in this movie. I couldn't even comprehend that that was the same guy who was playing Batman. It was an unbelievable performance. It is still my favorite performance of all time, and it's really one of the only times that the Academy Awards, who gave Christian Bale the Oscar, got it right. They rewarded an actor for giving his overall best performance. I have never seen anything like that since. It blew me away. It's incredible. That movie really is Christian Bale's movie. I know Mark Wahlberg's incredible in that movie, too, and I really wanted Mark Wahlberg to get an Oscar nomination, but the Christian Bale performance is out of this world. It's unhuman, and it still holds up. He is the best thing in that movie. It's why it's my favorite boxing movie. It's why it's one of my top five favorite movies of all time is because of Christian Bale. And that's why I was so excited for him to win the Oscar. Like I said, the Oscars are infamous for giving out Oscars to actors for performances like a makeup Oscar, like they did with Leonardo DiCaprio. He won for The Revenant instead of something that he should have won for, like The Departed or The Wolf of Wall Street. Or remember when Morgan Freeman won for the movie Gone Baby Gone instead of Shawshank Redemption or Seven? Like, it's so good to see an actor rewarded for an unbelievable performance. It was so exciting. It was the first performance I really fell in love with, and I think it's why I'm doing a movie podcast right now. That is my favorite performance of all time, and it's why, since I saw that movie, I now believe Christian Bale is the best actor on planet Earth. An interesting thing about Christian Bale is he tends to work with the same directors over and over again, and he has great collaborations with filmmakers like Christopher Nolan. They worked on the Batman films and the Prestige You know that film that starred him and Hugh Jackman. I think that's a super underrated film. It's probably the most underrated film Christopher Nolan made. Hugh Jackman's great in that movie. And Christian Bale blew me away in that movie. That's probably the most underrated Christian Bale performance. And then with David O. Russell, he stars in The Fighter and American Hustle. American Hustle is one of those films that a lot of people think is overrated. But just look at the cast of that movie. Christian Bale, Amy Adams. Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, and Jeremy Renner, all Academy Award-nominated actors. And that's one of the reasons I watch movies is for star powers. Those actors were all coming off huge performances. Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook, Jeremy Renner for The Town and The Hurt Locker, Christian Bale.
Bale and Amy Adams for the fighter. I mean, these were actors at the top of their game. So yes, we can look back at that movie and say maybe it isn't what we wanted, but I do think that movie is super entertaining and a really good movie. It's maybe not great, but it is super entertaining. And any movie that has that many movie stars, I'm going to give it the time of day. And I think you should too. I definitely recommend American Hustle. Bale worked with director James Mangold on the film Free 10 to Yuma, a remake of the original with Russell Crowe, Logan Lerman, and Ben Foster. This is one of those rare films that's almost as good, if not better, than the original. It's like the Coen Brothers version of True Grit that starred Haley Steinfeld, Jeff Bridges, and Matt Damon. And he also worked with Mangold on the film Ford v. Ferrari with Matt Damon, Noah Jupe, and Katrina Balfe. Like, I love Ford v. Ferrari. I was super excited when it was nominated for Best Picture. But that is one of those films where Bale should have been nominated for Best Actor. I I couldn't believe Christian Bale was not nominated for Best Actor. James Mangold should have also been nominated for Best Director. That was one of the five best films of 2019. In recent years, Christian Bale has two collaborations with director Adam McKay, who's best known for comedies like Anchorman and Step Brothers. They work together on The Big Short, this movie that has an all-star cast that includes Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell. Christian Bale went on to get an Oscar nomination for that film. And the movie Vice, where Christian Bale plays Dick Cheney along with Steve Carell and Amy Adams. And Bale's most underrated collaboration with the director is with Scott Cooper. Scott Cooper is one of my favorite favorite filmmakers. He made the movie about Whitey Bulger that starred Johnny Depp. He is such an incredible filmmaker and he's worked with Christian Bale twice. Once on the film Out of the Furnace which also co-starred Willem Dafoe, Casey Affleck and Forrest Whitaker and again on this super underrated western film called Hostiles which co-stars Rosamund Pike and Ben Foster. It's so fascinating that Bale continues to work with these same directors yet he gets gives different performances in each and every one of their movies. Like, none of his performances are the same at all, yet he's working with the same type of directors, yet they're making vastly different movies. The Big Short is nothing like Vice. And Pretend to Yuma is nothing like Ford v. Ferrari, yet he's still working with Adam McKay and James Mangle. That's why Christian Bale's career is so fascinating, working with the same type of filmmakers, yet he's working in so many different types of genres. Superhero movies, westerns, dramas, comedies. He's working in any and all type of movies. Christian Bale is a four-time Oscar nominee, and he's won once for his performance in The Fighter. He was also nominated for The Big Short, American Hustle, and Vice. And I think he also should have been nominated for Hostiles and Ford v. Ferrari. Like, I think we take Christian Bale for granted because of how consistent he is as an actor. We know he's going to bring it each and every film he does. We've just gotten so used to it. He hasn't given a bad performance since Terminator Salvation. That's the one-week movie he's made in recent years. And even that was a long time ago when we all know the fiasco where he 
erupted on set and he yelled at someone. We've all gone past that. We all know he's one of the most consistent actors working today. And when he appears in a movie, we are all expecting him to go big or go home. That's the type of performance we expect from Christian Bale at this point. I can't imagine him being in a bad movie at this stage in his career. But I think the thing I love most about Christian Bale is even though he's been acting forever, like I said, he was a kid actor in Empire of the Sun. He's 47 years old, yet he's still giving us unexpected performances. When I watched Ford v. Ferrari, I was expecting him to be good. I wasn't expecting him to be that good. That performance blew me away. I think it's one of the three best performances of 2019. I did not see that coming. It was so unexpected and it was so out of nowhere. One of the things about Christian Bale that everyone talks about, he's now become known as this guy who loses weight and changes how he looks for his roles. I mean, that was all that we talk about when we talk about the movie The Machinist. I have seen The Machinist, but whenever there's a conversation about it, it's all about his weight loss for that film. And the same with Vice. All those interviews with him being way bigger than he usually is for the role of Dick Cheney, that was all about his weight loss or weight gain for his roles. And I get it. That can be kind of annoying. You can look at that and you can go, wow, he's being kind of pretentious. He thinks he's doing that for his acting. But then when you watch the movies, you watch a movie like Vice and you're like, wow, this guy is super believable as Dick Cheney. It really helped that performance. That performance is incredible. And it's insane that that's the same guy who was Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy. I have no idea if he could give that kind of performance without doing all of that effort. But I do know something. I liked his performance in Vice better than I like Gary Oldman's performance in The Darkest Hour. And you know what the difference is? Gary Oldman didn't lose the weight. He just looked completely different because they put prosthetics all over him. So the Gary Oldman performance is kind of overrated. And I think the Christian Bale performance in Vice is kind of underrated. Another thing I really like about Christian Bale is the intensity. I just love actors that bring that intensity on screen. It's why I love Daniel Day-Lewis and Joaquin Phoenix. They are super intense. And I can say the same thing about Christian Bale. No matter what movie he's in, he's bringing that intensity to it. And I, for one, am here for it. I also love the fact that he's having a huge amount of success post-Batman. He's been nominated for two Oscars since that trilogy ended for The Big Short and for Vice. He's continuing his career. He's continuing to do interesting roles. We see a lot of people leave those franchises and we never hear from them again. We all know that Michael Keaton had a resurgence after he played Batman, but that was almost decades after he played the role. After Michael Keaton was done playing Batman, we kind of didn't hear from him for a while. So a guy like Chris Evans, who just finished playing an iconic character in Captain America, should really look at the career of Christian Bale and take notice, because he had to play this super iconic character, he was in this movie franchise that made billions upon billions of dollars, and since that franchise ended, Christian Bale has become a better actor than when he left that franchise, and that's a hard thing to do. He's more relevant now than maybe ever. I mean, think about how many people slow down 
down after they leave those franchises. What is Robert Downey Jr. going to do now that he's not Iron Man? I don't see him being as prolific as Christian Bale has in recent years, and that's why it's so impressive. I mean, it would be so easy for Christian Bale to say, I've reached the pinnacle. I was Batman. Now I'm going to take it easy for the rest of my career. No, he continues to do challenging movies like Out of the Furnace, Hostiles, Ford v. Ferrari. Like, he's not taking it easy. He's not resting on the fact that he was Batman. And I find that to be super impressive that at this point in his career, he is still improving as an actor. Upcoming projects for Christian Bale include Thor Love and Thunder. He's going to return to superhero movies this time as a villain. That should be super interesting. That film is going to star Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson. I can't wait to see Christian Bale in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's going to be super interesting to see what kind of villain Christian Bale is playing. And again, with that movie, he's working with a top-notch director in Taika Waititi. You know the guy directed Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit. He's going to direct a Star Wars film. Christian Bale, once again, is putting his career in the hands of a wonderful director. Bale is also reteaming with director David O. Russell in a new film that will co-star Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Michael Shannon, Anya Taylor-Joy, and Rami Malek. I mean, that David O. Russell-Christian Bale collaboration is one of my favorites. I already talked about The Fighter. I really liked American Hustle. I like when these two work together and when they do Christian Bale usually receives Oscar nominations and think about the big names that are appearing in that movie Margot Robbie one of the best actresses on planet earth right now Michael Shannon a two-time Oscar nominated actor Rami Malek the guy who won the Oscar for playing Freddie Mercury John David Washington the rising star from Malcolm and Marie and Anya Taylor-Joy who's probably the breakout star of 2020 because of the Queen Gambit. If that doesn't hype you up for this movie, I don't know what will. Overall, I just think Christian Bale is one of the best actors of this generation and doesn't get put on that list. If I had to name the four people who are the best actors working today, this is unranked. There's no order to this. I would say Christian Bale, Leonardo DiCaprio, Joaquin Phoenix, and Bradley Cooper. When those four people appear in a movie, you know something special is going to come out of that and they're going to give an unworldly type performance. Their careers are so exciting. They make a movie worth watching and Christian Bale is definitely in the category with those other free actors. If those people star in a movie, you have to watch the movie and Christian Bale is that. When he's in a movie, you just have to give it a chance because Christian Bale is in it. And for the most part, I feel like he doesn't get mentioned with Leo or Joaquin or even Bradley Cooper. Like, a lot of people don't pay attention to Christian Bale, and I feel like a lot of that is because he was Batman. They feel like, ooh, a great actor would not play a superhero because those other people were not in superhero-type movies, even though Joaquin Phoenix just played the Joker. I feel like some people don't give Christian Bale his due because of his history being in blockbusters, and now him being in Thor, Love and Thunder probably isn't doing himself any favors with some critics. They all think he's a household name because he was Batman man, but I think he really is a great actor, and he's shown it time and time again. Watch the fighter and tell me Christian Bale didn't deserve
deserve to win the Oscar. And if you tell me that, then you don't know what you're watching. That is one of the best performances of all time. It's one of my favorite performances of all time. And Christian Bale is one of my favorite actors of all time. And the last thing I'll say about Christian Bale, which is amazing, there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. He's not showing any signs of not being the same caliber of actor that he's always been. He's still on the top of his game, giving great performance after great performance. I think there's at least 10 to 12 more incredible Christian Bale performances along the way, and I definitely think he's going to win another Oscar or two before it's all said and done. When I think about the perfect acting career, I think about Christian Bale. He starred in the blockbusters like Batman franchise. He starred in smaller movies like Out of the Furnace. He's given an Oscar performance in a movie like The Fighter. He has done any and all type of movies from superhero movies to westerns he has had the perfect career even though at some points of his career was a mixed bag in the early 90s he found his way after American Psycho and became one of the biggest movie stars on planet earth and arguably the best actor working today and by the end of his career we will be talking about him like he is one of the best actors of all time thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.